Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Best friends forever. Fantasy, best friends forever. Hour number two, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Greg Sussman, Frank Stample, now joined... On this opening day by the closer, Chris Venture. What's up, Chris? What's up? What's up? It's your boy. It's opening day. It's time. Never did move back. It's when time. You the it's, boy, the it's your boy thing, huh? I never did move back. Never changed. He's yeah. no, no. You can't change. Yeah, why? Yeah, why? Because it, it's, it, it hurts the ears. Oh. Yeah, well. Move back. It's your boy. It's fine. I always go forward, though. Right. Because forward is a power move. Back is a, is a weak move. I, can't I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's weak. I don't think it's weak. It's, like, it's <laughs> your boy. Like that. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah echo, right? it has an echo. Actually. Exactly. There you go. I got the uh, got the Nationals game on here, Greggy. It's literally right in front of us on the screen. I, I oh, can't watch Nationals it. Game? Where can I you stream can't. this? But the Nationals are on one screen, the Yankees on the other. It's perfect. You can stream it on Reddit. Well, it's a lot easier for you, Greg. You actually, just... we don't have to anymore because you know why, Greg? Because we have MLB TV. Let's go. Nice job, FNTSY. Yes, that was very nice good. Job me. The thing is, you can't stream the Yankees on yeah. MLB TV. You cannot. It's blacked out. So, I don't even think we can stream the Mets. You no, definitely can't. No, you can't. That's another New York team. So again, <laughs> I suggest going to Reddit, gentlemen, where you can watch them if you want. Yeah, yeah I'm going there. Go. There you go. Um, all right. <laughs> so let's continue with some lineups. I think that's the best way to handle this. Continue with the lineups. Point out things that are important to you guys. Let me go. We didn't get to the Marlins yet. You might as well do the Marlins. I'm not up to the Marlins yet. I'm up to the Cincinnati Reds. I want, I want, to, I want to get Ventures' reactions to the Marlins. Do the Marlins or the Marlins? Because I'm pitching Freeland today in my DFS lineup. All right. I'll do the entire... Uh, let me do the Reds first. Let me do the Reds first, then we'll get to that right, game. Cheap. Because... We, oh, we actually... We haven't given the Pirates out yet either. So let's do the Pirates as well. Pirates, Reds Good first. Game, yeah. Cincinnati Reds leading off my man Jesse Winker. Batting second is Joey Votto. Batting third... Who's batting third, Venture? It's your boy. In right field for Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Who is it? Puig. <laughs> Puig. Try again one more time? Puig. Nah. You didn't get it that time. Puig. Yasiel Puig. 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 So the funny thing about that, that was a shot at me from Martino. Nice job. I cannot say Bruno I cannot say Bruno Caboclo. Yeah, see? There's certain things we can't I say. I cannot say Caboclo. Yeah. I keep saying Cavacola. Yeah. And that's just not right. It's not yeah. how you say his name. It's, not, yeah, it's Italian. So it's Caboclo. <laughs> I thought it was Cavacolo. It's not. Cavacolo. As Frank witnessed me in the video today, I could not say it for the life of me. Yeah, there was a lot of do-overs there. A lot of outtakes here for Caboclo. <laughs> there was a lot of outtakes for Caboclo today. Didn't do it. You think deep down you're Italian, man. Because you love saying like, Prosciutto. I love prosciutto. Bruschetta. Bruschetta. Delino the Shields. Delino. Every day for this guy. Fresh mozz. <laughs> you want to finish the Reds lineup? I was about to do it. <laughs> Batting cleanup. It's Eugenio Suarez. Batting fifth. It's Scotty Shevla. Batting sixth. Jose Peraza. Batting sixth. I was hoping 
Yeah, six is all right for Peraza. That's not a bad spot. Because behind him, it's Tucker Barnard and Jose Iglesias. Peraza, if he gets on base, he definitely could run a little mm-hmm. bit, uh, which is a good spot uh, for Jose Peraza. Luis Castillo uh, is your opening day starter. He is batting ninth. What's the Pirates lineup looking like, Frank? Adam Fraser, we already mentioned in both of our DFS lineups, leading off for the Pirates, Starling Marte. Thank you for being in the lineup. He's over the back injury. Corey Dickerson batting third. Ventra's boy, Josh Bell batting cleanup. Ooh. Frankie Cervelli, fifth. Jung Ho Gong, sixth. Melky Cabrera, who's going to see the lion's share of playing time now with Lonnie Chisholm out, batting seventh. Eric Gonzalez batting eighth. And starting for the Pittsburgh Pirates, Jamison Tyone. I like it. You like the lineup? Yeah. Like Adam Frazier leading off? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I bet you like Josh Bell batting cleanup. Yes. Yes. Frankie and Frankie Savelli batting fifth. You got him too, right? I got Frankie Savelli one one team. Yeah. Let's give Ventura that Marlins and Rockies game. He's starting Kyle Freeland today, 4.10 p.m. from Marlins Park. Kyle Freeland's on the mound for the Rockies. Leading off, it's Charlie Blackman. Batting second, Danny Murphy. Batting third, it's Nolan Arenado. Cleaning up, Trevor Story. Love seeing David Dahl bat fifth. Yep. Ian, De- Ian Desmond, sixth. Don't love Ryan McMahon in the lineup. Nope. He's batting seventh. Chris Iannetti, your catcher, batting eighth. And Freeland bats ninth. Who's who? So Blackman's leading off. Who's batting second? Danny Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, where do you put... Hampson, when he's in the line. He's probably going to bat seven. Six, six, seven. Yeah, yeah. seven. He's probably going to bat where Ryan McMahon does. He should bat eventually, either last or lead off. He's too fast. He'll never lead off as long as Blackman's I know, that's the problem. Extension too. Because you got Murphy now in the lineup, too, so you can't. That's not going to happen. I can see why you want it. I, I like him last, then. Uh, yeah, I mean, they could do something like that. Uh, the Nationals are doing it with Victor Robles. They're batting the Max Scherzer eighth. Yep. They're batting Robles ninth, so they want the, the speed. They get like a dual back-to-back. Lead off. Back to back to back, if you think about it. They have Robles, ninth, and then they have Eaton, and then they have Turner. That's a crazy a speed, speed right there. A lot yeah. of speed right there. On the Marlins side of things, Ventra. Yeah, let's hear it. Leading off. Lewis Brinson. LB. Lewis Wow, Brinson, I like it. man. Batting second, Brian Anderson. Third, Starling Castro. Fourth, Garrett Cooper. Not really the guy you want no. leading off on, uh, on opening day. Uh, batting and- cleanup. <laughs> And my page randomly just switched to Bryce Harper splits. So I don't know who else is betting in the Marlins lineup, Greg. In the Marlins, in the Marlins lineup after Louis Brinson. Second, it's Brian Anderson. Third, Starlin Castro. Batting cleanup, it's Nando's boy, Garrett Cooper. Cooper. Batting fifth, Martin Prado. Batting sixth, Jorge Alfaro. Batting seventh, Miguel Rojas. Batting eighth, I don't know who this person is, Rosel Herrera. Yeah, it's bad. I remember the other day, Greg was telling me how good the Marlins lineup was. He did not have Herrera in the lives. I don't know who that is. Martin Prado. Jose Urania. Yeah, I didn't know he was. Oh, look at this. Most most throughout the first pitch for the Yankees today. Mariano. Martino, why aren't you there? Martino, your boys. You should be Doc Rowe the first pitch. Why aren't you there? Oh, so I could leave early? You could have left early. This is the reason, but uh, it seems that you're you're still here. (laughs) Uh, It's okay. We just got the Giants lineup. How good is it? Oh, my God. This is. This is hysterical. It's about as bad as All right, Marlins. Venture. I'm gonna give you Venture, I'm gonna give you four names. Yeah. All right. Wow. I want you to tell me which of these don't look at don't look. No, I'm I'm looking for the stream still. That's right. <laughs> don't look. I want you to tell me which of the following players yeah. there's are, are is the starting left fielder for the Giants. Ready? Okay. Is it Randy Bryce? Is it Joey Newcomb? Is it Connor Joe, or is it David Reed? <laughs> Connor Joe. That's correct. 
Yeah. That is correct. Connor it's Joe. It's all bad. Grew up with <laughs> no matter which way you slice. Connor Joe is batting six. All right. Joe. He's batting six as your left fielder. I want you now to guess the right fielder. I'm going to give you four names. Mac, not Mac Williamson? We need four he? names. Mac Williamson was cut. Oh, okay. Good. All right. <laughs> no, not good. I have a few shares. Is it here? The right fielder you're looking for for the Giants. Ready? Yeah. Is it Alex Robinson? Is it Michael Reed? Is it Patrick Saunders? Or is it Danny Lewis? Jeez. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm going to go read. That is correct. Yeah. You did it. Right? <laughs> I don't think I would have gotten that right. He's a I got San very Francisco lucky. Giants fan. <laughs> I don't think I would have gotten that right. He loves all the Giants. Uh, Greg, I have a uh, Max Scherzer update. Uh, I, I, yes. Started off the season with back-to-back strikeouts. So, Pete Alonso. Welcome to the big leagues, Pete Alonso. All right. Uh, the, full, the full Giants lineup. Steve Duggar batting leadoff. Brandon Belt second. Evan Longoria batting third. Buster Posey batting fourth. That's okay. Brandon Crawford fifth. Still okay. And then you get Connor Joe, Michael Reed, and Joe Panic. Joe Panic. Honestly, I would have, if I, if I were Bruce Bochy, I would have bat Madison Bumgarner six in this lineup. I'm not kidding. He is a better hitter. I would, bat, Ma- I would bat Madison Bumgarner six in the Giants. Just because line. you don't know who Michael Reed and Connor Joe are, I don't mean that they're, they're worse. Or, or seventh. Let's find out who they are. <laughs> yeah, tell me <laughs> who they are. I don't know. Let's see. Pull up their minor league profiles because. They never played in I didn't even know that they were on the roster. You know what this is? A lot of teams are doing this. They're just starting rookies that aren't high prospects to fill in the roster until somebody else can come up. Not your average prospect. 26 years old. So, a little bit of a late bloomer here, Greg. Let's see what he did last year. Not even a bloomer. 2018 between AA and AAA. That would be 17 home runs, a 299 batting average with three stolen bases, a 935 OPS. Okay. Okay. All right, Connor Joe. I believe Max Scherzer just let a home run, didn't he? That would be, what do you know, Robbie Cano? Robbie Cano! There you what go. What do you know, man? First homer of the season. let's go. All right! From me in, in our in-house league. All right! What do you know, Robbie Cano goes deep off Max. How about that? Welcome to the Metsies, Robinson Cano. Wow, the Mets. I picked them to win the division, so don't worry about it. They're starting off hot. one nothing. Robbie Cano, man. Dude, he was sizzling hot in the spring, too, man. Hit that one deep to center field. Greg, you know what? I was all over Robbie Cano during the draft season. I'm just going to pat myself on the back. Barry Horowitz it, baby. Stop it. Pays for 500 homers this year. It's one Barry Horowitz it, baby. It's one of that. Robbie Cano, what do you know? Let's go, kid. That's awesome. Welcome back. Anybody having DFS is what's more important. I didn't use it. No? (laughs) I did not use it. Here's your contrarian play of the day. But Cano, man, the pit league, this guy. Let's go. I wanted him, too. Oh, the pit league, yeah, jerk. that's right. A little jerk, Greg, but we have him on a team together. So. We do. I'm excited about that. We, we went out, he was, on our, he was on our list, and we, we, we got him up. What are you upset about now? Why are you rolling your eyes? I'll tell, I'll tell you during the break. Is it Kyle Tucker related again? No, it is not. Well, right. Let's see if we get a Kyle Tucker. Yeah, Kyle Tucker up there? Um, let me give you the, what other lineup can I give you that we haven't given you yet? Let me give you the Dodgers lineup. Let me give you the Dodgers lineup. Jock Peterson is leading off, followed by Corey Seager, Justin Turner, Max Muncy batting cleanup. AJ Pollock batting fifth. This is surprising. Cody Bellinger batting sixth. Yeah, I don't like that. That's weird. Max Scherzer, by the way, strikes out the side. Are they facing the a lefty? No, they're facing Zach Greinke. It is weird. Yeah. Why'd you use Pollock fifth? Yeah. Bellinger sixth. That's weird. Huh. Muncy has 90 power. That's why he's batting fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Pollock wanted to alternate righty lefties again. Because do you really want four lefties in your first five batters? Yes. You, you probably. <laughs> yes, I do. Against the I'd rather have yeah. Bellinger fourth and Muncy, no? 
Weird. Yes, absolutely. I've yes, been, absolutely. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Not Bellinger in the main event. I, that's weird. I don't like that. Dave Roberts. Uh, batting seventh, it's Kiki Hernandez. Austin Barnes gets to start at catcher today over Russell Martin. He's batting eighth. And Hyunjin Ryu uh, is batting ninth. He's pitching. All right. So looking into these outfielders for the San Francisco Giants. Let's see what we got on Michael Reed. Connor Michael Joe. Reed. Looks like Connor Joe could give you some batting average. All right. Connor Joe. Maybe a little bit of pop. Michael Reed last year between AA and AAA for the Giants. 342. With 11 homers and 10 steals. That's, that's right. 972 OPS. Connor Joe. Connor Joe. Michael Reed. Great. Michael Reed. Reed. Michael Reed. Michael Reed. So both hit for high batting average. Both Michael Reed's got a bat ahead of, of, of Bummy. He, he's got a, he deserves a bat ahead of Bummy. Neither one of these guys have played a single day in the majors till today? I would assume. That's a great question. <laughs> that's a very, very good question from Chris uh, No, Michael Reed has. He's uh, he a superstar. Played, he has 35 at-bats in his career. All right, so All barely. Right. 20, barely. 2015, 2016, and 2018. Actually, he was on the Braves last year. All right, so you got and a few journeys. Shawnee VR gets on base with a single. I was about to say, well, is Tanaka bat, about to clean the side? third, kid. Johnny VR, could he I run? I got VR somewhere, starting. You going to run Plug right, right now, in. Greg? What do you think? Does he have the green light? Oh, without oh, a He's doubt. not the green light at all times. Right? Yeah. All times. He's going. All times for Johnny VR. Yeah. Jacob Grombaugh taking on your reigning National League Cy Young Award. Not a, not, not a bad comeback player of the year bet, Johnny VR, because he's batting in the heart of the lineup. The lineup's trash. VR had a good second half last year. He can't be comeback player of the year. He was a good second half. Okay. Sorry. All right. Like you got you know. your comeback player of the year. You got Chris Bryant. You got Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa, not in the lineup. Not, not playing. In the lineup today. No. And I put Hampson in instead. Also not in the lineup. Also not in the lineup. That's all I had. Also not in the lineup. I didn't have anybody either. I, I, I'm not starting a shortstop in my home league. I don't yeah. have one. Yeah. It's okay. A lot of people are going through this, I think. <laughs> I know my home league. Everybody's so upset. I couldn't put guys on the right. IL. Right. They have guys in their lineup that are holes right. that aren't even playing. So it's the way it is. Week one's going to be a little bit messy. Yeah. As Adam Eaton pops out to uh, lead off the game for the Washington Nationals. All right. Um, maybe the White Sox line up with Eloy Jimenez. I like this. Uh, Leonardo Garcia is leading off. Yuan Moncada, your boy, batting second. Jose Abreu batting third. Yonder Alonso is cleaning up. Eloy Jimenez batting fifth. Daniel Polka batting sixth. Tim Anderson, you don't like that, batting seventh. Yeah. I think, isn't that, a, it's because of lefty-righty stuff. That's why Yonder's batting fourth and Eloy's he batting fifth. might lead off against lefties. Tim Anderson might lead off. Yeah. It's a lefty-righty thing that they're doing right now. But still, most of the most of the pitchers you're going to face are righties, and Tim Anderson batting seventh. Yeah, that's because Polka's a lefty, right? You don't like that. Yep. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Batting eighth, Jimmy McCann getting the start uh, over Beef Castillo. And batting ninth, Yolmer Sanchez. Sanchez is batting ninth. I, I kind of like this lineup. Yeah. Not bad. The White Sox lineup? Uh, I, I, would, know, I, I would... That, that Moncada... I would change Brady, it a bit. Yonder Alonso, Eloy Jimenez, two through five. I like that a lot. Yeah. I would change it a bit. And Anderson could be in there eventually. For the Kansas City Royals leading off, it's Whit Merrifield batting second, Adalberto Mondesi. Uh, Alex Gordon is batting third, followed by Jorge Soler. Uh, we have Frank Schwindel. You know who that is? Nope. Frank Schwindel. Frank Schwindel. Ryan O'Hearn. Ryan O'Hearn, no. not in the lineup. That is not Ryan O'Hearn. Nope. Frank Schwindel. The guy, that guy ripped last year, Ryan O'Hearn. Why is he not in the lineup? I don't know. That's Florida. He's very upset by it. Florida's very upset by it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Batting six, Chris Owings. What about Chris Owings? Ex he said he's going to play a lot for them. He's yeah. like their super utility guy. Kind of like Chris Owings. Yeah, he's not bad. Not bad player. He's not a bad player. Yeah, out of Arizona, change up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Johnny Miara was running on that pitch. Uh, Hunter Dozier's batting seventh. Martin Maldonado getting the start at catcher with Sal Perez on the DL. 
Uh, and batting ninth, you wanted to see him lead off. It's not happening. Batting ninth, it's Bill Hamilton. You know, we mentioned the uh, Washington Nationals 9-1-2 and how fast it is. This how one's this? fast. Billy Hamilton, yeah. Whit Merrifield, and Alberto, Alberto Mondesi. Mondesi. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of bags I would love right to there. see like a three-way relay race I mean, like the wait. Nationals versus Royals. That'd be there. cool. <laughs> Robles, Turner, and Eaton versus Merrifield, Mondesi, and Billy Hamilton. Speaking of Turner, he, he gets it. a single there. Or is that Anthony Rendon? It's Turner, right? That's Turner. Yeah. He had a single. He, so he's going to be So ready. he's stealing. If he's going to attempt 80 stolen bases this year, that means he's got to start now. Got to start yeah. now. Yeah. Before, b- before we hit the break, let me get the Red Sox lineup. As Andrew Benintendi leads off with both Sox, followed by Mookie Betts. And Rafi Devers batting third. I think you forget. Wow, I, I love that. Rafael Devers, 22 years old still. Yeah. Did not have a good year last year. Had a good spring batting third. You want to help a kid see pitches? Put him between Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez. Yes. That's going to help a kid see pitches right there. I like, what, I like that they did that. They said, you know what? We're going to throw him right in the heart. And uh, I got a lot of shares of him, so this is important. I thought he was going to bat like, bat like eighth initially. You got to be pumped. I'm pumped yeah. for that. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. This is a big, this is a long at bat with, uh, with Boom Boom Mancini here. Cleaning up J.D. Martinez. Boom Boom. <laughs> batting fifth, Xander Bogarts. Batting sixth, Mitchell Moreland. Batting seventh, Eddie Nunez. Eighth, Jackie Bradley Jr. And batting ninth, it's Christian Vasquez. Okay. When we come back, Virginia Zaka's Inside Injuries joins us. She'll go over all the latest injuries around MLB. Stick around. Your injury updates next on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Keith Irizarry is calling the shots all around the country so in New York it's number one right now you turn on any sports station in New York baseball is the main topic not the Sweet 16, which we will get into later on. Not the NFL and the rule changes, which we'll get, out to, we'll get into. It's not the NBA. It's the Knicks, but they stink. I mean, how, how much are you going to talk about the Knicks and James Dolan and, and how uh, Zion and they're going to get the number one pick? Yeah, you do, but baseball takes over New York matching your game in weekdays, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.
as Trey Turner steals his first base of the season on pace for 162. Sick. Game's not over yet, Greg. Could be more. Could be on pace for 200. That's awesome for those Trey Turner lovers out there. He flew down the second base. Down the second base. Yep. That was awesome. We're joined by Virginia Zakis of In- Inside Injuries to break down all the latest injuries around MLB. Hey, Virginia. Hey, guys. How's it going? Happy opening day. Happy New Year to you as well. We are there. Very exciting. Watching a lot of games. We got two games going on right here. We're, try- we're trying to do a little play-by-play while also giving analysis. and uh, Welcome you in here, Virginia. I think we got to start at the top here, Greggy. Yo, baby. Francisco Lindor. Very surprising. I saw an NFBC main event. Going on last night, I believe it was the last main event where Francisco Lindor fell all the way to the end of the third round, Greg. So what's the latest on Lindor? I know he just got diagnosed with this ankle sprain now, too, on top of the calf. I know know, how often you and Dr. Ray talk about uh, compensating for injuries. Is this one of those scenarios, or I was just kind of just like a freak injury here with the ankle as well? Yeah, this is one of those situations where the calf strain definitely had something to do with the ankle sprain. Um, His calf injury was actually to his right leg. The ankle sprain is to his left. Um, But these injuries often happen when a player overcompensates. Um, Originally, when Lindor hurt his calf, we said it was going to be tough to be ready for opening day. Um, He was finally making progress, but we still had him as a high injury risk for exactly this reason. Um, Very easy to aggravate a calf injury. Also very easy to suffer another kind of related injury once you start to ramp up your workouts. Um, We don't know the MRI results yet on his ankle, but they're saying he's out indefinitely. Um, The absolute minimum amount of time I think he's going to miss now is three to four weeks, even if it's a relatively mild sprain because he's going to have to shut things down for a few weeks, then start to work his way back. Um, And he just hasn't gotten that many at-bats yet. And I think they're just going to bring him back really slow. So I would not be surprised if we don't see him until sometime in May. Francisco Lindor hurts that ankle. Virginia predicts we will not see him potentially until sometime in May. Not great for those Lindor owners right now. But the good news is his teammate, Jose Ramirez, who was hitting the knee as he carted off, is in the lineup today for Cleveland. I guess that means there's nothing to worry about when it comes to Jose Ramirez. Yeah, he should be okay. Um, he's most likely still experiencing a little bit of soreness, so they'll need to watch him closely today. If it's you know, if his knee starts to actually hurt and be painful versus just being kind of sore, um, they should quickly remove him from the lineup to make sure he doesn't cause something more serious. But this does not seem to be a serious injury. We originally gave him a healthy to return date around March 31st, so he's not far off from that. Um, his HPF is at above average now, so that's telling me that this little minor knee injury should not really affect him too much right now. Yeah. All right, so that good news when it comes uh, to Jose Ramirez. Much better news, Frankie, than Francisco Lindor gave us. Absolutely. I want to ask about another shortstop here. High-profile player in Carlos Correa. Not in the lineup today, now dealing with a neck injury. Last year, it was the back. It was the oblique. He's had a lot of core injuries. Carlos Correa was someone that I was avoiding uh, all draft season just because of what he's gone through the past couple of years with that back and that core. Uh, he swings with such ferocity, but now he's dealing with this neck injury Virginia, what can you tell us about this neck injury for Correa? How long it could keep him out? Is this something that could linger as well? Yeah, very smart of you not to target him this year where he was going. Um, You know, these core injuries, we always talk about how, first, how tough they are to recover from and um, that they're highly recurrent. It might not be the exact same injury. Sometimes it's back, sometimes oblique, now neck, but all kind of related here. Um, We're showing an optimal recovery time around two weeks if this is a minor neck strain, which means he should come back around April 5th, but he's a high injury risk at 42%. 
right now that is very, very concerning. Um, and he was also a high injury risk, just not quite as high even before this next strain. So he really should miss um, at least the next week if they want to be safe here. And it would not be a surprise at all to see him continue to have problems with his neck or other core injuries sometime this season. Carlos Correa, not great news. Frank, you were off him all of the draft season, so you don't own any shares of him. But Correa, not in the lineup today. Virginia says he might not be there for a couple of days, but the injury risk is pretty high. He's an extremely talented player, and believe me, I, I want to see Carlos Correa on the field. The more you know, stars that we have playing the game, the better it is for baseball, the better it is for fantasy. Uh, it was, you know, this was just something that I worried about him with these recurring injuries. So uh, hopefully, you know, it's not as bad, but, you know, it's not looking good right now. One player you do have shares of is Matt Olson, who you drafted everywhere. And then he had a bad swing and he hurt his hamate bone and he's now out for like six to eight weeks or something like that. What's the deal with Matt Olson? Yeah, so he had surgery to remove the hamate bone. This is actually a, a relatively minor procedure. Uh, most players can get back on the field in roughly five to six weeks, but the real problem is it tends to sap their power even once they are cleared to return. So he could return. We actually are showing a seven-week optimal recovery time, which is around May 11th. Um, could definitely return sooner than that, but it's probably going to be into June before he really gets his power back. That's the big issue. Not the, not the surgery itself. It's that he won't be back and get his power back until June. I know that's a major concern of yours. Yeah, it definitely is. It, I don't want to say this is going to be a lost season because maybe he can still have a big second half, but this might be a lost first half here for Matt Olson. It's going to take some time for him to get back in the groove and get some of that power back. So I'm definitely worried about him. You know, I wanted to get a lot of shares of him. I actually didn't get as many as I, as I originally had hoped, Greg. I think I have two shares of Matt Olson, but yeah, it's looking like it might be a bigger second half than, uh, than a first half here. All right, so we'll have to wait uh, for Matt Olson to get back. One guy that I didn't get any shares of despite really wanting was Scooter Jeanette. And, I, and Frank, I told you... It's funny because Cano hits the home run today, and I was upset that Jeanette went for less than Cano uh, in our GDD auction. See, Greg? And then just days later, Scooter Jeanette severely injures his groin. When should we expect him to be back in the lineup for the Reds, Virginia? Yeah, so that MRI showed a severe right groin strain. Um, we're showing that it should he should sit for seven weeks before starting to ramp up his workouts and stuff. So it's it could be three months before we see him back um, in the lineup. Obviously, his injury risk is very, very high right now. It shot up to 81%. That just tells you how serious this is. Um, it's also a highly recurrent injury. Groin strains are tough to recover from, um, so they need to make sure that they, once he does start to you know, hit again and field ground balls, they really bring him along slowly, um, give him a lot of rest days, and just make sure his groin is responding okay so that he doesn't make it worse and it leads to a totally lost season. Not great news here for Scooter Jeanette as no. well. Great. I mean, we got the diagnosis, 8 to 12 weeks. You heard Virginia there said it could be three months before we see Scooter Jeanette in the lineup. Virginia, I want to ask you about another player who's been a longtime favorite of mine, but he's dealt with a lot of stuff randomly here in spring training, and it's Justin Upton who's going to start the year on the IL as he's dealing with turf toe. I know he was dealing with another injury as well before that. What do you guys have on Justin Upton? Uh, how long is this injury going to linger for uh, Justin Upton? Yeah, so Upton was actually one of our high-risk, high-reward players heading into the season just because the last few years he seems to be dealing with a lot of injuries, even if they're relatively minor. Um, but it's always kind of something going on. So early on it was right patellar tendonitis. Now it's turf toe in his left big toe. Um, he's a very high injury risk right now at 49%. Um, if this is mild, we're only showing a two-week optimal recovery time, which is pretty short 
but he's still going to be a high injury risk once he hits that two-week mark. So this might not be a very long absence for him, but throughout the season, um, he's always going to be at a high risk for suffering either a new injury or aggravating one of these injuries. Um, and I'll also add that right uh, patellar tendonitis um, is something that often comes back as well. So that's going to be something to watch. Let's go, Greggy. Let's go, Yankees. Let's go. Let's go, Yankees. He used the wrong first baseman, and I used the right one. Luke All right. Voigt. My man. Voigt. Go game. in 10 grand, baby. Let's go. Luke Voigt homers. 3 nothing Yanks. Judge Stanton and Voigt. Bing, bang, boom. That was fun. There you go. That was nice. Easy, easy three to run lead. This is fun. You're excited, huh? I am excited. <laughs> We're hanging with Virginia Zakis from Inside Injuries. And uh, let's bring it down a notch because one Yankee that hasn't, hasn't been able to take the field is Aaron Hicks, who's had this back injury for weeks, and then it's a quarter zone shot, then a second quarter zone shot, and he's still not doing anything. How serious is this for Aaron Hicks? Yeah, this is pretty concerning. Um, we talked about him before he picked up an injury, uh, right after he signed that seven-year deal, um, and we said, you know, this was not a good idea. Um, the last few years, he's had hamstring issues, he's had multiple oblique strains, an intercostal strain, an ankle injury. Um, it's, it's just kind of always something. And then sure enough, I think within a week, he popped up with this back injury. Um, the Yankees originally didn't seem to be too worried about it. And then slowly, we've obviously realized that there is something more serious going on. Um, and it is definitely a concern that after a second cortisone injection over a week ago, he's still not doing anything. Um, they said he was responding pretty well to it, but... I'm just not buying it considering he hasn't done anything yet. So I think he's a very, very long way away from returning to the Yankees lineup. Uh, could be at least another month. Um, wow. and his injury risk is very high at 54% right now, and that's not going to be dropping anytime soon. You wonder if there's a little bit of an opportunity sooner rather than later for Clint Frazier. Uh, obviously, he's in the minors right now, getting more bats, getting healthy himself. Uh, but certainly this could be an opportunity for Frazier to really step up. Yeah, bad news here for Aaron Hicks. and. It's quite ironic, right? He's given the extension, and then right after that, all these injuries go down. And, you know, someone who's spent uh, at, le at least some time on the IL or DL, rather, in the past, in every single season that he's played in. So uh, this kind of comes with the territory when it comes to Aaron Hicks. Virginia, another player that I have a lot of shares of this season is Jorge Polanco, uh, who was questionable for today. He was day-to-day. -day. He is in the lineup, but he's dealing, quote, with arm fatigue. I don't, I don't really know what that means. What do you guys have on Jorge Polanco? Yeah, so the good news here is we're only showing a one-week optimal recovery time. Um, right now, he's still a low injury risk at 8%, which is great news. Um, it doesn't sound like there's anything more serious going on right now, but his HPF is below average at 64%. So probably not going to be playing his best over the next few days, um, but we're cautiously optimistic that there's not something more serious going on, and it's just some soreness, and he's going to be all right within the next week or so. All right, some, some good news here for Jorge Polanco, Greg. We were kind of due. He's in the lineup today. Another Polanco. We do have another Polanco here. That's Gregory Polanco, who seems to be getting healthier a little bit sooner than we thought he would, playing in five innings in a minor league game earlier this week. How quickly will Gregory Polanco be back in the lineup for Pittsburgh? Yeah, so he's actually doing a lot better than I expected him to at this point in his recovery. Um, he originally underwent surgery in September um, to stabilize an acute left shoulder dislocation and repair the labrum. Pretty serious surgery. Um, most players miss around eight to nine months. Um, right now, he might be on track to return in closer to seven to eight. Um, still a very high injury risk, though, so... They need to be very cautious. Um, it, it does, again, look like he's making good progress, but 
you know, and this, this is one of those situations where you want to make sure you're not pushing him too hard to get him back the first few weeks of the season or really probably the first month of the season. Um, better to really get him back to full health, make sure his shoulder is feeling great so that he doesn't continue to experience problems down the road. But a return sometime in May is looking pretty realistic. All right. It's reasonable to get Gregory Polanco back in May. And that was something that, um, I was not on at all. Maybe because I was listening to Virginia, but I wasn't even close to that, Frank. I, I, I didn't see him come back for a while before that. Yeah, I worry about, you know, how will the injury affect his power production when he first returns? So, you know, let's see how it plays out, his rehab, what he does in the minor tier. I would rather the Pirates just completely rest him, make sure he's completely healthy before they bring him back. Uh, but we have one more player to ask you about, Virginia, and that is Alex Wood. Shout out to our former uh, former co-host here, Michael Florio. He, big fan of Alex Wood. Uh, and, you know, he's already dealing with back stiffness. He's always dealing with injuries. He's going to start the year on the IL. What do you guys have on Alex Wood? Yeah, so no surprise. He's still a very high injury risk at 51%. Um, we're showing – we actually were showing that the soonest he should, you know, face um, – throw out BP or do anything like that was March 31st. So he's a little ahead of schedule, but – Again, 51% injury risk is very, very high. Um, despite the fact that they've said it's just tightness and spasms, we're actually showing this as a grade two injury, which is more serious. Um, that indicates that there might be some sort of slight disc problem or other sort of relatively minor back problem that's the root cause of these spasms. And if that's the case, this is going to pop back up at some time, at some point in the season. Um, it's just kind of a question of when. So he's making progress, but like you said, so many injuries. Um, over the last three years, he's had a pretty serious elbow strain. He's had an SC joint sprain. And then last year, he dealt with um, a little left adductor injury. So always something going on with him. Um, hope to see him back out there, hopefully in the next three weeks or so. Um, but I don't think we can expect too much of him in the early part of the season. Right. So, so, right. so, so it sounds like we could drop Alex Wood, Greg. I, I think it does, doesn't it, Frank? We'll have to clip that out and send we'll it to Florio. We'll clip that out, send it to Florio, make sure he hears it. Alex Wood seems to be a good drop candidate for us, Frank. I agree. Never a drop candidate is Virginia Zakas. We appreciate the time, Virginia. Uh, who are you a fan of, by the way? Diehard Braves fan. Diehard Braves fan. That makes we sense. We know she's the ATL. Uh, you never know. ATL, man. All right. The Braves, good luck uh, to the Braves today. We're rooting for Ronald Acuna for sure. Oh, absolutely. And uh, best of luck, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, y'all. All right, fair enough. Virginia Zakis from Inside Injuries. Luke Voigt, Gwentra. Wow. Luke Voigt picking right up. He looks sick, too. You talk about power. He looks he fresh. Straightaway center field, oh. too. Yeah. And then you know what? And it wasn't a fastball. Very it was like at, sinking. The very next at bat, Miguel Andujar hits one to left field. I know. Rob a home run from him. Oh, smoked. It was right at the wall. Yeah. Yeah, it was right at the wall, you know. That was so, a line drive, so. All right. Yankees getting some, some good wood on the balls yeah. here. Early on in this game against Andy. And then Bird strikes out. That's the funny part. What more do you need to see, Greg? Like, really? Luke Voigt hits a three-run homer. Greg Bird strikes out on three pitches. Yeah. Can we just it's, stop it with the Greg Bird? I strike? feel bad for Bird, though. Like he, what do you feel bad for? He sucks. Yeah, I know. But, like, Voigt hits the homer. He I comes up. He K's ugly. Be up. Like, let's play Clint, Clint Frazier yeah. in the outfield and put Stanton at DH. Here's, so you know, like, so no, here's the thing. We need to do this Greg Bird thing. Greg. Here's the thing that hasn't changed for Greg Bird. You saw it. Really, you saw it in the first Def bat. Defense? Oh. No, no, no. The, the defense is what it is. Like it's it's good, but just as a as a batter, like Luke Voigt gets around, hits the bomb, right? Yeah. You see it with Greg Bird, his swing is so long and yeah. it's it's still so long. Swing. It just takes him forever to get the bat around. He yeah. strikes out on three pitches against Andrew Kashner. Like yeah, ugly too. Andrew Kashner. Ugly. Not no. Brett Gardner left the game with a strikeout. To be fair, to be fair, but Greg Bird, long swing. swing. Yeah. If you, you, you go back and watch that strikeout. 
It's clear exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. That's why, you know, but that's the problem, though. Voight isn't good defensively. So you, you, you put him in the, you know, at first, and you take Bird out of the lineup. And we already have a, a shoddy defense because we don't have Hicks and we don't have Didi. It's, two of our best it's, def- it's them. Well, uh, the Yankees are we. We're Yankee fans. Come on, it's we, Greg. What's Come we? On, it's hard rise. for me to say they. All I'm rise. a Yankee fan, you know? They, um, I wonder how, how good DJ LeMahieu could be at first base. That's going to be the question. That's interesting. You can play him yeah. at first base every day and void DH. I'd rather do that. Yeah, I'd rather do at that. At least you give, a, you give a contact element to the lineup. I think they will. It's been lacking. I mean, I think they will. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this it's, bird guy. Is yeah. low play first base? Well, supposedly he's still all right at shortstop. I'm excited for Tulo's first at Batman. I am excited. You want to see it? Tanaka strikeout? It's a Tanaka it's, it's, it's well, K. to back Tanaka strikeout. Absolutely. Beautiful. Oh, Mac, Max Scherzer just struck yeah, out him himself. Him and Luke Voigt in the FanDuel lineup. Let's go, Greg. Let's go, man. I'm rooting for you. I feel like my day's over already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you, man. Void, void over bird. That's where you need to go. Yeah. You chose to, you chose to go with Justin Verlander. Well, whatever. I mean, hey, JV could go out there and throw a complete game straight. <laughs> he really can. He's, he's pretty good at baseball. Pretty, pretty good. That was smart. Put, listen, I was going to put Voight in my DFS lineup. I, over. Try, I tried to put him in. Yeah. And I didn't have enough money. He's too expensive, yeah. Expensive. So I went Josh Bell instead. Why not? Bad cleanup not? today, huh? Why not, yeah. Bad cleanup. And Save some money. Steal. That guy gives up some figures. All right, we'll yep. come back. We'll go over any notes that we've missed over the last half hour. It's baseball day, man. We're super excited. It's opening day. This counts for real. Very, very excited. Stick around. More Fantasy Best Friends Forever coming up after this. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Rain dance! Make it rain. You know a play where pass interference happens all the damn time and it is never called? The damn Hail Mary. A Hail Mary at the end of the game. You're telling me that if I hold my flag in my pocket or if I want to challenge that there's a pass interference on a Hail Mary now, that I can do that and we can look at the tape where these guys are definitely bumping and banging? Whoever this dude in the booth is now has the opportunity to do just that. Review a Hail Mary when it comes down to it. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. The Red Sox and the Blue Jays, so the Trailer Park Boys are there. They throw out the first pitch. Slash of Guns N' Roses did the national anthems, and they thought it'd be a good idea to give away magnets. You know, magnets stick to fridges, but they also fly. Yeah, they're like projectiles. Yeah, and they're pretty yeah. exactly. Dude, people started, like, tossing magnets. They got out of control. It's like the Blue Jays have, like, had to set a policy. From now on, we give away the giveaways on the way out. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers.
Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We had Drew Digmeyer on earlier. Head on over to dailyrotor.com slash FNTSY. Or dailyrotor.com. Use promo code FNTSY, I should say. Get the MLB premium package right now. And also, everyone's kind of focused on MLB opening day and college basketball tonight, Sweet 16. Be sure you remember, if you're looking for football news, go to Experts has you covered the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package. It has the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings anywhere available on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year. Give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at RotoExperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package. Available right now at RotoExperts.com. All right, what have we, uh, what have we missed in the last half hour? Frank, anything? There's not much going on right now. I got Masahiro some. Masahiro Tanaka strikes out the side. Max Scherzer has six strikeouts through two and two-thirds innings pitch. Standard Max Scherzer. What do you got, Venture? You Darvish, good to go. Saturday. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I got him in a lineup as well. So everything that I had seen leading up until now was saying he's going to be good to go Saturday. So you get the confirmation there mm-hmm. from you Darvish. Wild card this season, you got you know? Yeah. Could be an X factor for fantasy. You don't really know what you're going to get from him. You know the upside is... He could be a top 15 starting pitcher mm-hmm. for fantasy purposes, maybe even top 10. Or he can give you nothing like last year. So, right. Huge range of outcomes here. The injuries. Yeah, the injuries. And, and honestly, say, that goes for the Cubs, too. Like, he could be what they need to get over the top. And they need an ace, too. Yeah. In that rotation. They don't have an ace. Have a bunch of, you know, twos, threes. Twos, threes, yep. But I think that'll do... Kyle me- Hendricks is probably a four. No, I like Let him. me not clown him too hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the Cubs will be, be all right, though. If Darvish could stay healthy for the majority of the season. Good portion of it. See what we get from Darvish, Greggy. Absolutely. I'm very excited, by the way. Troy Tulewski's first Yankee at bat taking place right now. Oh, yeah. I've been, missing it? No, oh, really? I didn't miss anything. It. Of course I'm watching it. <laughs> you know how excited I am? Troy Tulewski for years is my favorite, was my favorite was he? player in baseball. Yeah, yeah so you're, the way you feel about Tulo is how I feel about McCutcheon. So that's why it was pretty cool to see McCutcheon in pinstripes last year. I guess that's how I feel right now. Mm-hmm. So I was, re- I was really excited when the Yankees got McCutcheon. He's not in the prime anymore, but when I first started playing fantasy, like McCutcheon and Upton were my guys. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, I felt like we rose to the ranks together. Like I came up through the minor <laughs> leagues, and they came up through the minors together. We started playing, I started playing fantasy at the same time they came up to the big leagues, and I've always that's had wild. a strong bond with McCutcheon and Upton. I actually have an Upton jersey. I gotta get a McCutcheon one. Not a Philly jersey. I can't have you would have loved to jersey. Stop! I'm gonna get a throwback. You would have loved to met up for Pirates. That's what I gotta get. Great. Upton's ah, my cool. age. That's you crazy. Get, you can get a Rockies Tulo jersey. I would do that. I would get. I, I, I love the Rockies. Like purple. Nice. Yeah, purple. Yeah, yeah, nicest jersey. My friend actually has the, love purple. Uh, the cutoff sleeves Tulo. That's a sick it's like one. The, it's like the the vest jersey. Yeah. That they have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutoff yeah. sleeves. You wear like a little black tee underneath it. Pretty sick. I don't really wear jerseys though. No, you don't. Yeah. My thing. You're very big on like Banana Republic. Yeah, yeah, I am. Like, but like, it's like, good what, to wear a jersey. What brand is that, Greg? I don't know. Let's find out. All right, here we go. What am I wearing today? Vince, as in Vince McMahon. I'm Vince. I'm wearing Vince today. I don't know what that. Is. All right, I probably what's probably, Vince Greg? Probably bought it at Nordstrom. I would assume. Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah. That's probably another rich guy spot. You ever shop at Nordstrom? Christina, not me. No, no. Do you not know what Nordstrom is? I, no, I know what it is, but I've never shopped there. Yeah. You'll you, you find me in Target, Greg. How about that? I, Target's great, man. I love Target. Target is good. Target's fantastic. I'm in Target. Greg's in Nordstrom. I like Nordstrom. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, go into on sale, though. Otherwise... Brandon Nemo walks. I wonder if he ran the first So I was literally about to say this. 
He did. He did. He sprinted to first base. By the way, two lows first at Bass Yankees, a 6 4 3 double play. You're telling me everything before. Sorry. Glaber had a single. Glaber had a single. Nice, man. Glaber had a clean single. There you go. Nice little start for the kids here. Glaber's got a single. Sanchez has a single. Stanton and Judge have singles. And of course, Voight has a three run Jimmy Jack. Little Jimmy Jack, huh? Little Jimmy Jack. It just. Ramona, come on. I just said that. <laughs> literally, literally just said tripping that. downstairs. Exactly what we're talking about. Reminds me of the skit of uh, Rick James with Dave Chappelle. I would never stop, stop, stop on another man's couch. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, I stopped on his couch. <laughs> what are you saying? Is there, any li- is there any lineup? Is there any lineups we didn't give out yet, Frank? Uh, let's see. Make sure, I want to make sure we hit them all. Latest here. Uh, we haven't got the Mariners lineup yet. We're still right. waiting on that. We spoke about the Dodgers. Did we get the Padres? I don't think we gave the Padres. I don't think we gave, did we give the Twins, Greg? No, we did not. We didn't give the Twins. I don't think we gave the Indians either. So let's we start there. Are you starting with the Indians you want to do? Yo, I'll start on the Indians. You give out the Twins. Leone's Martin, as we suspected, leading off oh for God, this the is Indians. Cr- this lineup's crazy. Wow, that's bad. This is uh, bad. Jose Ramirez is betting second. That's okay. Uh, his protection in the lineup will be Not Tyler okay. Naquin. Why is he been third? third? Ale only leaguers. Tyler Naquin, man. Just Why saying. is he been third, bad. though? Paul Santana bad. batting fourth. Hanley Ramirez batting fifth. Jake Bowers batting sixth. Roberto Perez batting seventh. Brad Miller batting eighth. Eric Stamets filling in for Francisco Lindor batting ninth and playing shortstop. Like, why not just use Santana, Hanley, or Bowers at third? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, batting third. Those are better three hitters. Using Tyler Naquin third. I don't know. It's a lefty righty thing, probably. It's to- not because it's not because Jose Ramirez is a switch. So Jose Ramirez basically, I mean, yes. But after him. Jose right? Ramirez acts like the righty. No, yes. because they're right. essentially Santana. starting a lineup with four lefties in a row here. Against Berrios, it's yes. Leone's is a lefty, Jose is a, a switch, yes. Naquin's a lefty, and Santana Santana's switches. A switch. Yes. So why don't you break it up? Put Hanley. Well, they don't want it. They want to against Berrios. They want to go a lefties. Yeah, but you have to think about later in the game. Well, later in the game, they have two switch so it's lefty righty. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. That's fine. So you're okay with it now? Yeah, but I don't like Naquin third still. So. Put Santana yeah. or well, Hanley third. Why well, even Jake Bowers third? Move everyone up a little. Jake bit. Bowers third. Nah, you, you want if you want a lefty? Pressure on the kid. I wouldn't want. Pressure on the kid. <laughs> put, put Santana or Hanley. Through. Let me give you the twin. Let me give you the twins lineup. Max Kepler leading off. Jorge Polanco batting second. He is in the lineup. We, oh, told, we, we talked to Virginia about Jorge Polanco earlier tonight. Nelly Cruz DHing batting third. Eddie Rosario batting fourth and cleaning up. CJ Crohn's batting fifth. My man. My man Marwin Gonzalez is batting sixth. Jonathan Scope batting seventh. Jay Castro batting eighth. And as expected, Byron Buxton is batting ninth. We have a hmm. lot of really good. Ninth hitters today. You notice that? Thanks to Robles, Byron Buxton. Buxton, uh, Billy Hamilton's all right. Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. Madison Bumgarner, great <laughs> nine hitter. Troy Tulowitzki. <laughs> Tulowitzki. Yeah. Trying uh, to see if there's any else. Wait, why is, why is Nelly not batting fourth? And third. Not Should third. be batting fourth. Not why? That's good for him. Because Eddie Rosario's more of a line drive hitter. Robles, Should third. Victor Robles, about right now. His first at bat of the year. Jacob DeGrom. I just Jacob DeGrom. Sorry. Yeah, or, I can't see that. Or, you know, uh, I wish. National League Rookie of the Year hopefuls. Yeah. Or Robles, hey, all you got to do is go out and face DeGrom today. Doesn't, Alonso. doesn't seem like too much to ask for. <laughs> that's a sick matchup. It's a great pitching matchup. Yeah. We didn't give you the Padres lineup yet, so let me do that. Ian Kinsler's leading off for yeah, second. What's up? Well, you go over it again. We did not. We did didn't we? give it up. We spoke oh. about Fran Reyes batting fourth. Right. How Hunter Renfro wasn't in the lineup. We didn't give out the full lineup, though. We talked about that. We talked about Tatis, I thought. Right, we did, but go ahead. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Because I'm, I'm not looking at the lineups. I appreciate that. Yeah. Ian Kinsler's leading off. Yep. You probably don't like that. 
I knew that. All right. So Kids was leading off, followed by Will Myers batting second. Mm-hmm. Manny Machado third. Fran Mill Reyes, as we talked about, cleaning up. Eric Hosmer is batting fifth. Fernando Tatis is batting sixth. Manny Margot is batting seventh. He should lead off. Uh, Austin Hedges is eighth. And Eric Lauer is batting ninth. This is a good lineup. I like it. It is, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Victor Robles. Um, Take some deep. No, double. Off the wall. Double. Jakey D. Nice. Victor Robles, our team is hot, Eight. Frank. Little D to Grom. Our, our team is hot. Little D to Grom. that one. Did. Uh, you know what I liked about Robles? I saw a few at-bats during the spring, Greg, where the kid just looked ready. I saw him square up a few you balls said that against to me. Justin Verlander, yep. and I said, this kid's ready, man. He told me that. You see it here in his first at-bat against DeGrom. He sees a fastball up in the zone. That's pretty nice. Just lines it out to left field. Get a little double here for Robles. Now you turn the lineup over. You got Eaton coming up. You got... Got uh, you got Trey Turner coming up, so might have a little uh, RBI opportunity here uh, for for some of these guys, and we'll certainly take the run score. Wait, who's up now? Uh, Chung Lattimore, man. Right? No, it's Adam Eaton. Oh, Eaton. Adam Eaton. Adam Eaton, who hits a uh, single to the right side. He's gonna score on that. Uh, Robles does not no, score on that. No, no outs. No outs. No outs. You don't want to risk that early. Yeah. We got Trey Turner up now with two men on. It's beautiful. Oh, that was a rocket, though. Yeah, it was. was By the way, Stanton's that yeah, he that had to hold up because he didn't know if it was gonna get. By the way, Stanton single. I saw this. You saw this? 120 miles per 120.9. <laughs> 120.9. Judge and Stanton are monsters. Like, these are all just stack cast heroes on this team. Luke Voigt, too. I would like to see the exit velocity on Luke Voigt's home run. Also Did interesting. You get it yet, Greg? Also, I haven't seen that yet. Also interesting to note that both Stanton and uh, Judge hit it where the second baseman normally is, right? The second base spot. But yeah. they shifted. And They've no been shifting the whole game. I feel like that's been... Gary Sanchez hit a single that shouldn't have been a single before. Yeah. Why would you shift against Judge? He's obviously showed he could go the other Anywhere. way. Anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Obviously, the analytics say it does. But dude, I feel like the second baseman shows up playing so f- close in the infield, not like deep. You know what I mean? That's why Gary Sanchez got a hit. Here's what I have uh, on Luke Voigt. This is, uh, this is a barreled hit for Luke Voigt. It was 112 miles per hour off the bat, 28 degrees launch angle. Went 428 feet dead center. We didn't. Yeah. Absolute bomb. That's a bomb. Dead center is bomb. That's a bomb. By the way, we didn't talk about the Wilson Ramos revenge game here, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is, right? Sure it's it is. for every team in yeah. the National League East, basically. Yeah. Played for the Phillies last year, too. Phillies, the yeah. Nats. Or he didn't play for the Braves or the Marlins, but it's okay. Yeah. He literally just played for the Nats and the Phillies. I like what the I like the Padres lineup. I like what they're doing with Framil. I really I like, like that. I like him fourth, man. You got to watch Framil. He's the best outfielder that, that, that I think fighting for a position that be. they have. Could be a phenomenal hit. Yeah, telling you, he absolutely I, I really, hit rips rockets. Yeah, I loved Reyes, but I didn't get enough shares of him because I just worry about the playing. Is he gonna play? Every I think day? he is. If they play six games. Is he gonna play four? Of I them? think he's gonna I earn want it. My players to play every day. He's gonna earn it eventually. So, normally, batting cleanup in this lineup. Draft, yeah, you draft skills, right? But this is a perfect time to. You could say that for two different players because Fran Mo Reyes and a lot of people like the batted ball data from Hunter Franchi? Renfro. Oh. Hunter Renfro. So you you see. Side by side, one of them's in the lineup and one of them's not. So, yeah, you could say draft skills. Yeah. But if you would have said that for Hunter Renfro, he's fr- not in the lineup today. But that's the thing, though. That's Fram- why it's frustrating. Fran Mill has more skills than Hunter Renfro. Renfro's he does. A, he does. All around, he a one-category guy. Or whatever. He's a, he's a yeah. three-true outcome guy, really. Yeah. Look, he's not? Fran Mill Reyes last year still struck out 28% of the time. He's so going that, to. That's a lot of strikeouts. But Fran Mill, I think, when has a better— back up, he cut down that strikeout mm-hmm. rate. I feel like Fran Mill could hit for average as well at, at his at his peak. I mean, last year in AAA, he hit 324. Exactly. Exactly. Phenomenal. And Renfro has never hit for average. So it's just not going to happen for him. I think he's just going to be a power guy. 
He'll fade eventually. I hope you're right because I love Framble. Right? I love him too. I, I think he's the guy. All the time. He's better than Renfro. I think. But how about the, I mean Renfro last year, 26 homers in only 117 games. We know he has, but yeah, the power is there. 47 power is real. Hard hit rate. But the, he's got to hit the ball every time. Strikeout rate was 25 percent. It was lower than Reyes. But you, as you said, Reyes figured it out. Renfro, Renfro's a good player too, man. Trade one, trade one or two of these guys to Cleveland, please, man. I would, trade, I, I would trade Renfro now, then. Before. Trade Bauer to San Diego. Give me, give me Hunter Renfro and Margot in Cleveland where they could play every single day. Come on, man. These the, guys, gi- the Giants really could play every day. Giants really could The Giants could use. Yeah, but Renfro would get cr- nah, but eaten alive in San Francisco. The thing, what the Giants need to do is they need to completely tear it down and build Trey it. Trey Turner just had a bad strikeout. He was, That's why he got I fooled. Say. Dude, he, his bat went into the Mets' dugout. <laughs> <laughs> Hysterical. Watch Grom will make you look Tony foolish. Tony Rendon, get Robles in, Greg. I'm sure he can. Take a little run score. I'm sure he can. Uh, also, I have sing- a few oh, no. shares of Mike Scherzer. Uh, Mike. And I could cruising. In points leagues. And you get you get negative points for a loss. So, I want to take a loss here from Mad Max. Well, you know it's going to be a tough one with DeGrom on the mound. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be close. 2-1, 3-2, something like that. We were talking about this on Twitter. Uh, Jacob DeGrom not used to pitching with run support. I used to pitching with a lead. <laughs> he's got one. Cy Young winner. What do you La- think? I, I remember last year when he would have one. When he would have one, they'd say, "Well, that's all they're going to give him this game," and it was always true. They never did. <laughs> to be fair, it is Max Scherzer on the other side. I know. I know. <laughs> this, is a, this is a fun show. What's going on with the Mets? Oh, 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 oh. We, tomorrow we'll have a lot of baseball to recap, which is cool. I'll tell you what's going on in the Mets. I told you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got Tony Rendon. Yeah, up. We got Tony Rendon up. Runners. runners in the corners. Lost one out still. Tanaka has settled down. He's. Retired the last seven batters. I mean, he's facing the Orioles. Once you get past the first couple, the first two, it's over. Really? The only person you have to worry Johnny about in the lineup is Jonathan VR. Yeah, what, you what about Boom Boom? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But Tanaka. Tanaka's cruising, yeah. We're looking at the line here. Three innings pitched. He allowed two hits in the first inning. Nothing since. That was a good DFS no walks. play. He never walks anyone. Mm-hmm. He got four strikeouts. Probably should have used him. Oh, we like Tanaka. <laughs> I, like I Tanaka. used him. I have him. Frank, I'm rooting for you. I hope you win ten grand today. Yeah, I hope so. Too. You got Voight. You got him. If you buy ten grand, you, you got to buy me lunch. At least As of right now, I'm winning eight dollars. Only entered two. Six dollar profit there, Greg. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, no, I don't like when people do that because my dad, he's one of these persons. Well, my angel started. Oh, I'm winning a thousand dollars. All right, Greg, <laughs> how many pound the power? How many DFS lineups did the Don start today? I don't know. Too many. <laughs> did he? He's he's actually like. Crazy. Like he <laughs> plays NHL DFS. He doesn't know any of the players. Crazy. <laughs> he loves it. Like I, he just loves it, man. I, I don't. I don't know. He's like, trying to play. tell him. I'm like, you can't just set lineups and then walk away. Yeah. You'll get like guys. You know, this, <laughs> walk away. He's, he's he's one of the guys who like are taken advantage of in DFS, Greg. Anthony Rendon. And oh, Victor not Robles good. Rundown, he is. Home, and he's gonna be out. Is he? Yeah. Is. What happened? So basically, Rendon grounded it to third. Mm-hmm. They, uh, the third baseman threw it to second, and the second, instead of going on to first to try to get the double play, threw it home. And Robles broke for home. Uh, caught him. That caught. Mm. Caught slipping. So, Rendon grounded to double play. Now, tomorrow All on the rise, show, the judge is up. Tomorrow on the show, we'll have a lot of baseball to talk about. Every team is in action, so we'll go over uh, everything from today, which will be fun. And we won't be distracted because there's no day baseball. There's no day baseball, so we'll not be distracted by the Yankees and or the Mets. So we'll just uh, yeah. hang out and talk some baseball. Do we have anybody coming on tomorrow? Talking baseball. Do we have anybody coming on tomorrow? 
Maybe. You don't know. I'm going to call him out. See what's in the works. If he comes on, I'm going to call him out, obviously. Absolutely. We can all make fun of him. Tomorrow might be a good time to, if you're in the neighborhood in New York, let's just say we'll offer the deal again. Like, come buy us a beer and we'll buy you a beer. It's annoying because there's no baseball on. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we need something to make the time go by quicker, Greg. Yeah. Drink a couple beers. Yeah. So we'll open up the deal again. Come buy us a beer. Come buy Ventra a beer. Come buy Greg a beer. We'll buy you a beer in return. Yeah. I still can't believe that you grew up watching Justin Upton and Andrew McCutcheon. I grew up watching Pujols when I started playing fantasy. Well, yeah, I saw Pujols, Pujols too. No, but I, I started a little bit earlier. I was starting fantasy when Pujols was like li- literally in the minors. Yeah, yeah like so that's, that's a guy I followed. Yeah, so that's like, like, I'm a lot. You and Greg are on that. <laughs> yeah, you're on that timeline, and I'm on exactly like the forty year olds, and I'm the uh, yeah. Like by the time Upton young. and McCutcheon came up, I loved them both. Obviously, McCutcheon one of my favorite players. Also, Upton I met. And played against, um, but like I was already Did older. You ever face you know? him? Did you ever pitch to him? No, no, I was hurt oh. in the tournament we were in. But I know kids who got shelled by him. Yes, Loza. you pitched <laughs> kids contact. in my team. That wouldn't have been good against. No, he would have shelled me. He would have shelled me. Completely. <laughs> he would have crushed. Without a doubt. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Fun show, guys. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome show. Yankees and Mets. It was great. Uh, tomorrow, recapping everything. Probably not the Yankees and Mets because we talked enough about that. All around the major leagues, it's been awesome. Chris Ventra for Drew Digmeyer. For Virginia Zakis, for Frank Stanfield, for Chris and Sean and Martino downstairs, I'm Greg Sussman. Thank you so much for listening and watching Fantasy Best Friends Forever. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We hope. We hope.